The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with the all new Nissan Juke, the coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan, innovation that excites. It's a pleasure to welcome back Dr. Cara Gustenberg, Ireland's 2020 Woman of Influence. This is our regular down-to-earth slot, and today we're going to focus on something completely different. We have had the crisis of the coronavirus, uh, but our ever... uh, Vigilant climate warrior Dr. Cara Gustenberg is focusing on the medical field in terms of the uh, effects it has on the planet and the waste it generates, which we perhaps wouldn't even think of. First of all, set, set out an overview for us of how healthcare is problematic to the environment. It turns out that healthcare is a pretty dirty business. So, just in terms of greenhouse gases alone, if we look at the, the USA, the healthcare sector produces 10% of their greenhouse gases and 9% of their air pollution in the form of particulate matter. And that's resulting indirectly in deaths between 44,000 and 98,000 deaths each year, which is equivalent to how many deaths they have with medical malpractice, which is something that they're very vigilant about trying to reduce. So it, it does have a big impact on climate change, generates a lot of waste, as we can imagine. There's a lot of hazardous waste and, and single-use plastic, uh, and then a, a lot of water use and contamination of water with pharmaceuticals that aren't actually removable with conventional water treatment systems. Right. And, you know, a lot of people would say, well, healthcare is life and death for humans. We are a kind of primary species Mm -hmm. and it's a case of a pyramid of priorities. Sure. And the thing is, if you look at most of the things we do, we could argue that they're a case of of life and death with maybe the exception of some, you know, consumerism and fashion or something. But, But food, we need it. It has an environmental impact. Healthcare, we need it. It has a huge environmental impact. So the goal of transitioning to this low-carbon society should be that every sector looks at what their impact is and sees how can they improve it. And we're starting to see signs uh, across the U.S. and even here in Ireland of the healthcare sector starting to change attitudes and change behavior to become more sustainable. So, so the two the two big ones are air quality in terms of of greenhouse gases and the heavy. Uh, waste that comes from it. When you're talking about waste, are we talking about food waste? Are we talking about single plastic use? Is is it across the board or is it a particular yeah, type of waste? So it's it's both actually. So if you look at the US, they're they're generating 29 pounds of waste per bed every day in their hospitals compared to the average American generates four pounds of waste per day in their normal day-to-day lives. And and in Ireland, actually, the EPA has done some some good analysis on this. So uh, they've they've looked at you know waste coming out of food waste, for example, and and in a hospital, it's 0.73 kilograms of food waste per patient. Uh, per day. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but at home, every household is generating about 0.3 kilograms. So so we're talking about yeah, 10 co- times it's, more it's, food it's waste It's costing money, like it's good, for nutritious food. All right, so are there shifting attitudes within the healthcare sector who are starting to take this issue seriously? Yeah, so a number of healthcare centres and hospitals in the US have committed to trying to apply the Paris Climate Agreement targets in their hospitals. Some of them are committing to going completely fossil fuel free in, in their energy a lot of them are tackling waste because there's a huge cost savings, particularly in trying to create less hazardous waste and, and put it more into recycling. And that's something that here in Ireland, the EPA has found that that actually a lot of waste from hospitals is going into hazardous waste when it isn't actually hazardous waste. So so there's a cost savings there, not disposing. Can you give us some business. examples of that? Yeah. So uh, 
um, in Ireland now, uh, they, they've they've done surveys where they've looked at the bags and, and they're saying there's a total of seven or almost eight kilograms of waste per patient bed um, in acute hospitals. And that's compared to a, a normal person generates about 1.6 kilograms of waste in, in every day in their household. So that's a huge difference in waste. But only 66% of what they found in a, in a hazardous waste bag is actually hazardous waste. And, and there's at least 15% of that that could actually go into normal recycling. So a lot of stuff is being thrown away. And at 700 euro per ton to dispose of hazardous waste, we're, we're talking about an average savings of nearly 30,000 euro per annum that every hospital, hospital could be saving if they just got more vigilant about that. So, Looking at your health companies that are, are, have programs to, to, to change uh, the level of damage to the environment, uh, they seem to be all American. I mean, is there is there much move on this in Europe? We think of the HSE. We think of the NHS. Yeah, well, um, America because of their healthcare model, probably they're they're looking at costs a lot more, and so they're they're definitely trying to save money to improve their profits. But but even in the UK, the the NHS now has a commitment to to reducing their impact, and and they've surpassed their 2015 goal and reduced their carbon footprint by by 10 percent. And and people surveyed in the UK have said they think 92 percent of them surveyed said. Uh, say that actually hospitals should be sustainable, that there should be no excuse for hospitals having a big environmental impact. Um, but recently here in Ireland, we've started to see this too. So we have uh, Temple Street Children's Hospital has a green campus initiative. Um, Mayo General Hospital, St. Michael's Hospital have food waste prevention programs. And even in the pharmaceutical industry now, we have uh, Tiva Pharmaceuticals looking at uh, inhaler recycling and creating a new inhaler T- Tell recycling. us about that. So on the 27th of February, Tiva Pharmaceuticals... Who are they? Uh, um, they're, they're a pharmaceutical company and one of their products is is uh, respiratory care inhaler products. Okay. And Ireland has some of the highest incidence of asthma in the world. So we have... Over- yeah, you have your Ventolin, your yeah. Becatite, and you're the white you're, one. You have, you're yes, asthmatic too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah you would yeah. know most asthmatics are carrying yeah. two inhalers on them at any one yeah. time. And and we dispose of over four million of these inhalers every year. And they're typically treated as fully hazardous waste because they have a, you know, a chemical component on the inside in the metal canister and aerosol. And then they have this outer plastic component, which is also yes. treated as hazardous waste, but actually it's not hazardous at all. So Tiva has launched this voluntary initiative where 100 pharm- ph- pharmacies across the country are allowing you to take any inhaler and dispose it in any of one of their pharmacies in, in this kind of zero waste bin. And what will happen bin. to it then? And then Tiva will take it, separate it properly, and use the outer plastic it's component. It's a good idea because, I mean, there's no idea. use to the asthmatic. They, once, once it's used, it's used, and they're often and lying around uh, around at home, you know, Absolutely. almost with one or two. Or puffs. people don't dispose of them properly. They think they're able to put them in their regular recycling bin, but they can't dispose of them in re- normal recycling. And where, where could you find out which chemists are doing? So, it, if you go to inhalerrecycling.ie, uh, you can find any one of the 100 pharmacies that are participating, and there's good geographic spread there. Or if you're a pharmacy owner yourself, you can go on there and tell Tiva that you're interested in participating, and they hope to roll this out across the country in, in more depth. And, and are the EPA focusing on the health sector? There is a green healthcare program that the EPA has been involved in, which is looking is a, a lot. So they've been surveying for food waste and they've been surveying for uh, energy and, and general waste uh, too. And, and I think across the board, we're seeing every company in Ireland starting to go, okay, what can I do in my practices to be more sustainable? And, and I've done a lot of work with Cool Planet in the past where we've gone into AIB and Vodafone and other companies 
to try and show them that every company can shift behavior and it's a you know a growing interest in the we're, corporate we're, sector. We've over 2000 uh, general practitioners. Uh, is there any program for them because I'm sure they generate, you know, lots of, of, of different yeah. uh, waste products, uh, you know what I mean, in their surgeries. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, you know, the, all the focus we've spoken about is hospitals. Yeah, I think there's more and more interest in this, and it's something uh, Cool Planet and UCD Environmental Policy have partnered together for on the 27th of March, where we're opening, offering a general training where anybody from the corporate sector or medical sector can participate in a one-day training on how to become more sustainable. And who's this? Who, who are Cool Planet? So Cool again? Planet are based up in Power Square. We brought Are in they one the of their heroes? yeah. We right. brought in one of their champions one time. I think he's yeah. based here in News Talk, right. and cool. uh, yeah. So there's there's a lot of training going on, and they're based out in Powers Court, and they have an interactive climate museum. So what happens on these training days? So the training event, we bring in uh, guest speakers from corporate, from academics, from policy and government uh, to train people. Even John Sweeney, uh, you know, well-known yeah. uh, climate scientist, to train people both in the science of climate change, the policy of climate change and also move them and get them thinking about what they can do in their so, own So business. what type of people are you, tar- are you targeting? Healthcare workers? Are you targeting the HSE? Are you targeting pharma companies? Who are you targeting yeah, well, the, to come along to this? Ev- the event that we're running on the 27th of March has about 30 spaces and it's open to anybody in the business sector. Uh, so we're getting a wide mix and it can be people from uh, companies, from county councils, uh, but it's open to people who want to apply this stuff to their workplace and to their profession. And par- David's Cool Planet must have loads of money. PowerScore is very posh. Well, PowerScore donated their old uh, dairy to Cool Planet to oh, run this interactive Oh, I see. They're museum. kind of so partners. So it's a bit of a legacy they're project. They're partners for that. Yeah, and, yeah, right. and it's a beautiful okay. space. So it, 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 when we look at something like the coronavirus and, and the pressures that could push on, you know, like sanitizer, masks, and so on. Surely this is going to actually get worse instead of getting better. And then that is the fear that we think that, you know, we need more single use uh, to kind of protect us from infection. But a lot of the life cycle analysis has shown that that there's kind of diminishing returns the more single use disposable stuff you bring into the medical field. And that actually, if you look at this from cradle to grave, that that it is more economically and, and beneficial and healthier to think about washing and sterilizing uh, rather than just throwing everything away all the time. All right, two takeouts from that. One is if you have old inhalers at home, go onto the website www.inhalerecycling.ie and you'll find out the 100 pharmacies around the country that will take your used uh, inhaler and they will recycle it properly and you can save them all up and bring them in one go. And secondly, if you're working in the healthcare sector or any sector, you, you can go along to the training day on Friday the 27th of March, I find an awful lot of events are being cancelled with the virus. Yeah, this know. is a small one and people okay. aren't flying. So, and okay. there'll be lots of hand sanitizer available on the day. Oh, so. Don't you know? <laughs> uh, it'll only be the best in Powers Court. <laughs> okay, log on to, if you're interested in that uh, training day with Cool Planet, just log on to www.coolplanetexperience.org. All right, that's our medical mess, how healthcare uh, produces pollutants. And if you want to listen to any of our down-to-earth just a podcast just go on to the website and go to the podcast section and you will have a huge varied of dozens of them and my thanks as always to Dr. Cara Gustenberg. 